Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to Wednesday's edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll get right into today's Bible lesson. Father, we thank you. We open our hearts. We open our minds for revelation from heaven. Revelation about the Lord Jesus Christ and these the, the covenants of promise, the covenants of blood, and especially the blood of the everlasting covenant which was shed by the Lord Jesus Christ for us. And we thank you and we praise you for it in the name that's above every name that's named, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Give the Lord a praise before we begin today. Thank you, Lord. We're talking about covenant faith. And um, God is a covenant-making and keeping God. Ever aware of His covenant. Let's go, let's go back over there and look in the 105th Psalm again, the 8th verse. And... Um, He, God, hath remembered his covenant forever. Read that. He hath remembered his covenant forever. The word. The word. The word. The word. I want you. No. The Lord Jesus would have every one of us to understand what is the Word. What is the Word of God? What do you mean? What does anyone mean when they say that man's word is his bond? Now, my dad, A.W. Copeland, if my dad gave you his word, you put it in the bank. You could absolutely put it in the bank. And he's like the psalmist of old, swear to his own hurt and change not. I don't care if he made a mistake about it, he's going to do it at whatever the damage. I learned that from him. I came up looser than a goose, man. <laughs> but thank God I, got, I became a new creature and changed that. <laughs> but I found out that I didn't have any real concept of God's Word and acting on God's Word until I began to realize if my Word's no good. And isn't it amazing that the Apostle Paul had to write born again, Holy Ghost baptized, tongue-talking Christians and tell them to quit lying. Well, yeah. Well, Brother Copeland, I don't, I, I don't lie. <laughs> you just did. 
Now, I just said that to poke at you a little bit. Well, how strict on your behavior is your word? Are you a person that tends to be five or six minutes late all the time? Every time you're late, you lied. Tat them out to a lie because you said you would be there at six. You come dragging in there at 610. Well, I had this and I had that. I don't care. You could have done something 10 minutes earlier. You're really not all that conscious of the covenant you made when you agreed to be on the job at eight sharp. That's a covenant. And a covenant-minded believer, in the first place, is very mindful of giving his or her word. You don't just throw it around. Just kind of... Lucy Goosey. Well, it don't really matter if I'm not there on time. It matters a lot. But when you become covenant-minded, it does something to you. Write things down. The Lord starts dealing with you about something. Dealing with you about some of the habits in your life or something like that. First of all, Go get the words of his covenant that cover that situation. I learned this when I was way, way overweight. And, and the Lord commanded me. When I, I went to Old Roberts University, I just turned 30 years old. And, and I was, I mean, he said, now you have to get that weight off of you. You're going you're gonna to be up there with those kids, and, and I need you in better shape than this. Well, I really didn't know all that much about how to do it. I just knew something about protein diets, all I knew. And the day we left for Tulsa, I ate nine boiled eggs. I mean, that's all I knew. <laughs> but what I learned over a period of time was, was this. I got before the Lord... And prayed until I knew you don't need to be on a diet. You need to be on a food plan. There's a good one in Leviticus. Did you realize that Genesis 6-3 is right at the beginning of the Bible? The law of first mention. After Genesis 6-3, anything that mentions long life, it's referring to 120 years. Those food laws in Leviticus are there to help you live for 120 years. Isn't it amazing that medical science without the Bible has figured out if they could, if they could get the human body where it didn't have what, sickness, it ought to live 120 years. Science has figured that out. They could have learned that, you know, without they spent millions and millions and millions of dollars. They could have gone and bought them a Bible and found it out in, <laughs> in six chapter of Genesis. So I realize here what I must do because I was addicted to food 
And there were certain foods that were really, really, really tearing me up. Bread, I was addicted to, to bread and sugar and, you know, all that. So, and was, and was having trouble with it. So I learned the way to do it. I, I found exactly what I should be eating. And had, had a lot of, lot of, lot of good help with that. Found out exactly what I should be eating. And I sat down and wrote all that down. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I've been covenant-minded for a long, long time. Wrote all that down and entered into covenant with God. And I said, I give you, you gave me your word, and this is your word. Now, I give you my word. And this is all I will eat. I won't eat anything else. That's it, right there. Now, for a few days there, you know, all your flesh holler at it. But no, you just say, no, I gave God my word. I will not eat that. It's amazing how many people then offer it to you. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, I, and I realized from the book of Proverbs, that, and I found out that the, the word glutton and drunkard are in the same verses together. And I thought, hey... This is an addiction, and I need to I need to renew my mind to this. I'm 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 I'll never eat another dessert again. Now, how am I going to do this? So, in order to renew my mind, someone would come up. Of course, band. Here came the pie and the cake. I mean, somebody always offering it a bunch of cookies, and I'd say, "No, thank you. I don't drink." What? I don't care what they think about me. I have a covenant with God and I'm renewing my mind. It didn't take but a few days. Broke that. I said it broke it. Hallelujah. Why? I have a covenant with God. I have a covenant with him. You can break any kind of habit with that. I don't care how bad it is. You can break it with your word and his word and his blood and a covenant with him. Yes. You can break it. You can sit down and and take communion and just see yourself at that table. And Jesus took that sinner loaf out and he broke it. And he said, this is my body broken for you. Hallelujah. And you're there. And you take communion. And you take that substance, whatever it is. And you sit it right there in front of you. And you take communion. And then you say, I have no need of you in my life again hereafter forever. And you can walk off free. Yes. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't preach me happy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now then, verse 17, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him. The reference says like him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according...
to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old. Staggered uh, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise. He staggered not at the promise. He staggered not at the promise. Why? Because he's in covenant. He He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded. Now, let's go to Genesis 17.1. When Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. I am El Shaddai. El, meaning God. Singular. Elohim is God, plural. El, God. El Shaddai. Referring to a mother, a woman's breast. A mother is everything to that child. She gave birth to that child. She's that child's food. She's that child's everything. Daddy hasn't got a clue. (laughs) But mama does. I tell you. Amen. She's the nurse. In fact, that that word literally means nurse. She's the nurse. She's the food. Well, hey, God is the God that's more than enough. And and that, that mother is more than enough for that baby. She'll die for that baby. Amen. A mother's love. But the love of God. El. Should I? He said to him, I am the God that's more than enough. I am the Almighty God. Walk before thee and be thou perfect or be thou blameless. I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. The name change. For a father of many nations have I made thee. He's already done it. He's already, he said it, that did it. Now, Brother Hagin used a word, 
in, in teaching this. Oh, it just, it thrills me every time I think about it. God's word is. God's word is. Oh. If you, if, you, if you can get that through to people's in their heart. By his stripes you were healed. You're healed. His word is. Now you receive it and it changes. But his word is. What if Jesus were to just appear and say, isn't this a wonderful Saturday? Uh, Lord, this is Wednesday. Not anymore, didn't it? All the challenge calendars would change. (laughs) The sun and the stars would do whatever they had to do. God's word is. God's word is. Say it. God's word is. Say it. I serve the almighty God. He is the almighty God. He is everything he says he is. He can do everything he said he can do. He will do everything he said he would do. He's my God. He's my He's my life. He's the more. He is the God that's more than enough. I serve Him. I am in blood covenant with Him. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is my blood brother. Somebody shout, Amen. Oh, 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 glory be to God. I said glory be to God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now, what was God doing? What was God doing? Well, he's making covenant, right? He gave him his word. Come on, let it talk to you. He gave him his word. It's more than promise. All the promises of God in him, in Jesus, are yes and amen. Those promises, those promises are covenant God-sworn oaths. Come to that kind of thinking. And and if God tells you to do something, the Lord leads you to do something, and you know you're supposed to do it. You know. I mean, you're you're not guessing anymore. You know. You know you're supposed to do it. Hey, relax. Just relax. Yeah, but Brother Copeland, this is going to take $20 million. 
<laughs> How am I ever going to raise $20 million? Forget it. You're already whipped. He already had your $20 million in mind when he told you to do what he told you to do. <laughs> Go to the book of Joshua. How much time I got, Tim? Oh, just time enough. Go to, go to the book of Joshua. Look in the second chapter of the book of Joshua. This is in the conversation that the two spies had with Rahab. Now listen to what she said. The ninth verse, she said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we've heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon and Og, who... Well, you, you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard of these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God is God in the heaven above and in the earth beneath. But they didn't believe. They, God had given them the land. He couldn't tell them all of that or they would have not been walking by faith. He promised them, I've given you this land. Go in and possess it. Listen, they could have walked in there without firing a shot. They they would have bowed down to him. You remember what happened in Iraq? There were soldiers that were surrendering to helicopters. That's what would have happened. The giants would have fallen on their face. They were scared spitless because God saw to it. They could have walked. It wasn't but 11 days. They could have walked in there and taken the land. Are you hearing me? I said, are you hearing me? (laughs) He told you to build a church. Just smile and say, yes, sir. (laughs) Glory to God. Now what? Now what? Now just keep before the Lord. Say, Lord, just consider it built. Just consider it built. Glory to God. Now what? All is well in the household of faith. Now what? We're out of time. That's what. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.